1: Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for
2: listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day and you can check it out at
3: BJGeekNation.com. Your wages are being garnished. We can stop that now. It's hard enough to pay your bills when things are good, let alone when a big chunk of your take-home pay is gone before you even get your check. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné and I can stop the garnishment and get the creditors off your back immediately, often the same day as our consultation. Both Chapter 7 and 13 provide bankruptcy relief but choosing the right chapter is crucial in a free consultation we can create a plan to get your finances back under your control the chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life please contact me today at choose the right that's choose 99.9
2: KISW, the rock of seattle it's a glorious day in the rock shop finally my time is being honored the time of tie-dye yeah, we have a new BJ and Migs tie-dye t-shirt. It looks awesome. Let's get trippy, man. Oh, dude, we're <laughs> going back to the days of peace and love. And on Valentine's Day, we need a little love, so why not go back to peace and love? Uh, if I, I, I like this shirt. I have already told Vicky I should have one as soon as possible. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. So and I, hopefully by summer you'll get it. Uh, probably, Tampa. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> perfect for summertime festivals and all that good crap.
2: Yeah, you know me. I have not liked all of the T-shirt ideas that have been put in front of me. I think some of them that we've sold at the Rock Shop were horrible. I do not want to bring up the
1: turtles right now, but I think you all know what I'm talking yeah, about. There are no turtles on this shirt. Nope. There are no dragons breathing fire while playing ukuleles. Nope. It's just a sweet BJ and Migs logo. Yeah. And tie-dye. <laughs> it's uh, And it's sweet. Black oh, yeah. tie-dye, too. Which... Yeah, the black tie-dye. That's what I'm
2: saying. We, we This is why even Steve might wear it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So the BJ and Migs tie-dye shirt, it is available now in the Rock Shop at KISW.com.
4: Let's play.
5: That's the
2: happy part of the day, yes.
5: Feliz día del amor y la amistad. in Mexico, they celebrate, it's uh, the day of love and friendship. So... Happy Valentine's Day to all my friends. See, I like that Mexico threw
2: the friendship in there. <laughs> you know, because it always yeah. felt weird as a little kid saying you love somebody. Because I didn't love everybody, but I was like, all right, I can be a friend with you. But the whole love thing, I don't know.
1: And all that pressure of making Valentine's Day cards as a kid. God. God. And then hoping that you get one back. And I never did. Dude, what? I had to sit up with Lily last night and help her write sentiments for her former or for her classmates. Because, oh, fun. Yeah, she was doing it last minute, of course, as you do yeah. as a good American. And most of it was like... Dad, can I write your... Hi, you're good at math. Oh, yeah. Nothing says I love you more than saying you're good at addition. Compliments,
5: man. Those
1: are the best. Oh, My favorite was the kid she didn't like. Hi, can I write... Hey, Steve, you're annoying. Love, Lily. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that might not work out all that well. I told her not to do that. It's probably that. best not to give the kid a card.
5: Yeah. I yeah. love your kid. They have <laughs> to.
1: Annoying they are. have to give yeah, it, to it to everybody. You every yeah. single
5: kid. You can't you When the no, Well, that changed.
1: When I was I mean, a kid, you didn't have to give one to everyone. You just so got true. the ones from the ones that loved you. I mean, it's, it, a, it's a tough life lesson, but you know what? It's important
5: to learn that. Yeah.
2: We, we did When
5: I was a kid, we had to do every single person.
2: Yeah, Steve and I, we were raised in the tough times, the tough, the mean streets of not every but gets a Valentine. Yeah, I had to walk
1: in the snow uphill both ways to be told I wasn't loved.
0: <laughs> oh,
5: <laughs> The image alone. All right, that well. the that,
1: saddest time of the year. That
5: turned pretty sad, so let's just move it along. Today we have Mel from Tacoma. Mel, are you there? I am. Happy awesome.
1: Valentine's Day, Mel. Yeah. Been- Hi, Mel. Happy Valentine's Day.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Feliz Dia del Amor y la Amistad, Mel.
1: That. Feliz Amor and Friendship. Du, 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 du. Yeah, close du. enough. And yeah. <laughs> Navidad, what the heck. Yes,
2: why not?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Prospero Año, all that fun stuff. All right, Steve, get out of here. <laughs> well, for those playing at home, Mel has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you do only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? I am. Which one of Billy Joel's ex-wives painted the cover art for his 1993 album, River of Dreams? Rachel Hunter. What was that? Rachel Hunter. Oh, no, that's Rob Stewart. Ah. Oh. Pass? Skip. Uh, who was Pass. the second man to set foot on the moon? Oh. No. Two? Yes. Beginning with the letter P, what is the term used for a baby shark?
2: Cupra? Nope.
5: Oh. <laughs> Porpoise? No. Uh, oh. Technophobia is a fear of what? Being told no? No. Napoleon Dynamite? No. John Hader? No. Um, actor Ian McShane played the owner of uh, the Gem Saloon in what TV show? Oh my gosh. Pass. Cass oh. In NATO phonetic <laughs> alphabet, what is the letter F referred to as? No. no! Yeah, that was one. Wow, one. you're yeah. number they
1: one, were, like, Mel. The
5: hard, are these, these are, are the hardest hard? questions I've ever heard. I wow. thought technophobia would be pretty. You know, yeah, a I don't
2: think she heard that. Yeah, I think that uh, I think I, there there might that might have been yeah, a yeah yeah that might have been my fault.
1: My I'm sorry, Mel. I apologize mm-hmm. for everything that's just happened. Hmm. Okay, it's not the first time you've been saying sorry to a lady on Valentine's Day, hobby. Oh. Hello. <laughs> Well, you can't argue with the truth.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready, Steve? Yes! 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 Which one of Billy Joel's ex-wives painted the cover art for his 1993 album, River of Dreams? Christy Brinkley. Correct. Who was the second man to set foot on the moon? Buzz Aldrin. Yes. How many dice do you use in a game of craps? Two. Yes. Beginning with the letter P, what is the term used for a baby shark?
1: Oh. Um, P word shark? No. Um, a, a platypus? No. Um, p- pequeno?
5: No, but I do like that. Thank you. Technophobia is a fear of what? EDM. No. Uh, <laughs> technology? Yes. <laughs> Actor Ian McShane played the owner of the Gem Saloon in what TV show?
1: Yellowstone. No. Uh, justified.
5: No. Shameless. No. Oh. In NATO's phonetic alphabet, what is the letter F referred to as? Fun. No.
1: Fart. No. Fudge. No. Forget about it.
5: No. What important sensory organ do earthworms lack? Taste. No. Smell. No. Sight. Yes. Uh, which? Uh, what? With what team did Brett Favre start his professional football Freeman career? Green Hackers. In 1991. No. Oh, what was that? And which team did Brett Favre start his professional football career in 1991? Oh, I don't know anymore. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, correct? You annihilated four to one. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sorry, Mel.
5: Oh, man.
2: Yeah, but you knew. You knew one One it wasn't going to cut it. You knew.
5: Uh, no, of course I knew. I didn't. Man, I feel super dumb today, but thanks, guys. We still yeah, love you, there you Yeah, it could, Valentine's only, day. it
1: could only get better for the rest of the day. Then. That's true. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, I would like to nitpick and say Steve only got four right, though. Yeah. But that's only because you. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't think you gave the. Uh, yeah. Unless you know what I'm talking about. Maybe. The sensory organ?
5: Yeah, I said organ, yeah. So yeah, technically, that doesn't. Technically,
2: yeah, that's not you. Did, yeah. did you
1: have the wrong answer yourself?
2: Or no, you just I did
5: have him? eyes, and I my brain thought, uh, yeah, I thought uh, I wrote it wrong. Oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 technically, but you still I, won. Yeah, listening yeah.
1: comprehension, not my strongest thing. Well,
2: uh. Vicky gave it to you, and I was Neither like, okay, I. wait, it's going to, I, 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 I want my songs.
5: All maybe. right, well, either way, you wouldn't have gone. I know. Uh, beginning with P, does anybody know the term used for a baby shark?
1: Is it pup? Pup. Oh, that's a that's a really good guess. Yeah, <laughs> especially since it's correct.
2: Yeah. Yes. Well, when she says beginning with P, it's like okay, yeah. it's got to be pup. I, I try to way. help. No, that's oh, a good man. that's a good way to do it because otherwise, I don't know if anybody oh, would yeah. remember unless they were like a marine expert,
5: right? Uh, do you know what uh, what show Ian McShane played the Gem Saloon? Yeah, over?
2: great show. Deadwood. Deadwood. I was just trying to think of random. Al Swearingen, man. He was a mm -hmm. great character. Deadwood.
5: Honestly, he's like the only actor I know from that show.
2: Well, Justified, also, uh, Timothy Oliphant was uh, the sheriff in that show. Yeah.
5: Uh, In the NATO phonetic alphabet, what is the letter F referred to as?
2: The Native American alphabet? NATO NATO. phonetic. Oh, NATO phonetic. Foxtrot. Foxtrot. Oh, I totally didn't understand what you were talking about. I guess I just, when you said NATO phonetic, I'm like, I don't know what that even means.
1: Ah, oh, that, that just makes me mad because I do know that
5: yeah. answer. Was and I, right? I don't know
1: why, but I was—I just started guessing stupid stuff. I've never heard it referred to as nato phonetic.
5: The uh, first time I ever heard it referred to that was Archer of all places.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's also part of the greatest bloodhound, well, not the greatest bloodhound gang, but top five, Foxtrot, Unicorn, Charlie, Kilo. Yes. Yeah, but that true. spells something.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, it Foxtrot. does. Yeah, yeah buddy. oh, I saw Charlie. Charlie. I, I get what you did there. Kilo. There was, yeah. I
5: think, a Tina Fey movie that was like whiskey tango foxtrot. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's right. Otf. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh,
5: and then the other one you did not get. What team did Brett Favre start his professional football career in 1991 mm-hmm.
1: with? It wasn't the Jets. Mm-mm. That was after. I don't know. What? Did, I, what did, I, thought I thought it was thought the Packers. I thought he started with Green Bay.
5: It says Atlanta Falcons. Where really? The internet.
1: I mean. I, I'm not like a massive Brett Favre, Brett started, Favre with the, started with the
5: Falcons, according to the internets.
2: Really? How did they let him go? How did that? How happen? did they let him go? Really? I mean that that that's wow. Brett Favre. Favre. Wow.
1: He started his career with the Falcons. Wow, I uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he played a couple games with the Falcons back in 1991 according to this. Wow, I always thought they, that he was yeah. a draft pick for them. He made four attempted
2: passes and completed zero of them. Ouch. Wow, good question, Vic. Very uh, that's one that I would be like, you got to be kidding me. I would have never guessed the Falcons either. I mean, at that point, I only know
1: him as a as a Packer and a, what a Viking. That's kind of crazy. Uh, uh, he was a Packer and then a Jet. Oh, a Jet. Remember? That's right. Yes, because that's the joke right now. Is that if Brett, uh, if uh, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, it's kind of funny that you had a Green Bay Packer go to the Jets after they're done with Green Bay. I say get it done then, just for that. Oh yeah, for the story alone, just the story. I don't care what happens to the rest of them. That is so crazy to look at, like just where his like you know where he started, and then I mean like you said like how did I let him go, but he he played terrible in that. Uh, There's a couple of... I think it was just a backup, but... Yeah, Yeah,
2: I I really didn't realize that he went from backup uh, to, well, what he became. Yeah. Damn. We got a dude that crashed his car doing 120 miles per hour, and he just walked away with minor injuries. The story is crazy, especially the reason behind why he was going that fast. You're going to hear from him at 717... On The Rock,
4: BJ and Migs, mornings on The
2: Rock, 99.9 KISW.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: 99.9
2: KISW, the rock of Seattle. There's a guy, his name is James, he's an EMT from Georgia. And he was driving to work in his 2006 GT Mustang when the accelerator became stuck, and there was nothing that he could do to slow down. Jeez, oh man. man!
1: Oh, I've seen that in movies like when the, you know they cut the brake lines. Yes. Oh. Like, what would you do in that situation? I would cry. Yeah. Well, okay. After crying, you got to figure out you're going to probably do some crashing. Oh, then I would scream. Yeah. 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 uh, Then I'd cry again. Yeah. Uh, uh, He did
2: try calling 911. The engine was so loud, he had to scream over it and uh, say, Hey, I can't stop this car. And that call ended abruptly when he crashed. Thankfully, he's okay, only suffering some minor injuries. Again, going
1: 120 miles per hour. Yeah, it'd be weird to hear the nine one one call if he wasn't okay. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'd react if I was a 911 dispatcher, but I feel like that's like the obvious thing. Like, well, yeah, lady, of course I try to stop my car. I wouldn't be calling you if I could stop my car. And, I, and But and, I understand there's a moment of panic. You no, gotta, I wh- feel like she whew. was like, could understand him almost. That's, that, like, a little bit of that,
0: too. Yeah, like, yeah. sir, if you
1: tried hitting the brakes? <laughs> I don't know what she could do for
2: him at that point. Like, there's no way you can get somebody out there in time to do anything. No. Um, and, and if you watch the video on the BJ Meeks page of com, you see how badly the car is wrecked. Oh, it's, it's destroyed. It's amazing he only got minor injuries. And James did an interview where he talked about how he didn't want to hurt others while behind the wheel going 120 miles per hour. So he steered his car into an empty parking lot knowing that that was a place he'd want to crash it, uh, and the car rolled over several times.
3: It was a scary situation. It was one where I, I definitely thought that I was going to die. It was the most terrifying experience of my life. As soon as I left the road, kind of shot my arms up just to try to protect my head. Oof.
1: Dang. Yeah, I mean, what could be more terrifying than that? You're thinking, okay, I'm going to die, or I could hurt somebody badly, too. Yeah, damn and he's and and just minor injuries uh so i mean it's pretty like when you think about like quick thinking to be like i don't want to hurt anybody what can i do while going 100 miles or over 100 miles per hour that will put nobody else in harm's way
2: yeah dude uh oh that's a beating yeah, you put the car in, I, I, I want, I, maybe, I mean, I know you're supposed to, I, I would put the car in neutral, that's the best I could do there. Right. And um, let's, but there's a guy from AAA that actually, uh, his name is Robert, and he's like, here's what you do when you're in that situation.
1: The first thing you can do is try and unwedge the pedal by using your foot. But that might take some time. The quickest, easiest thing to do, shift into neutral. You want to take away the power that's propelling you at these high speeds. A lot of people are told, turn the engine off. Wrong. You lose your power steering, you lose your power brakes. Yeah, Robert knows what's up. I wouldn't even thought of turning the car off, though. No. I mean, maybe, I guess, just trying anything you could possibly think of. Yeah, I'd be I, uh, hitting the wipers, the emergency lights, and I'd be like, "I don't know what any of this is doing. I'm just trying to press something." I would just put on some Motley Crue and go for a crazy ride, baby. No, on <laughs> Kickstart my heart. Let's go. That is good
2: to know, though. The uh, I know, I know you had it right. Yeah, I know, but I know this just because I put the car in neutral multiple times while the while while the car's been driving. Oh yeah, and you know, I'll just like because I like to rest my hand on the uh, you know if you have your uh, shifter in the middle of the car, uh, you know between the seats. I used to rest my hand on that, and I accidentally put it in neutral. I'm like, wait, why am I not go? Why? And I'm like, I'm like, if the car's not moving
1: anymore, why? Oh, I put it in neutral. I love a lot of people been texting. Turn the engine off turn it off and the person whatever triple a guy lol Another person says just turn it off and then one person even said i it would reduce the steering but i'd rather not travel at warp speed into something that's yeah. why
2: neutral is the way to go and then yeah. you do have your steering because when you press on the brake you can't just press on the brake completely you, you've got to really like you've got to pump those brakes because you want to keep the, like, that's the other thing is you know why because when you pump the brakes you still have your wheels moving which allows you to steer the car yeah that's what they tell you to do on ice so neutral and
1: keep the car on yeah you shut that car off and you're a dead and man and put on Motley Crue yeah and put on Motley Crue yeah, yeah. as loud as humanly possible apparently this guy doesn't even have insurance so people are trying to do like a, a GoFundMe fundraiser for him because he's like yo know, I just want to be a good example to my three boys I don't make a lot of money doing what I do and he's hoping to one day become a firefighter and doesn't have any medical insurance, so he's hoping that people can help him out.
2: Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, he was driving a 2006 vehicle, so it wasn't a new car.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. (sighs) He says, I don't have health insurance, and I don't make much of my line of work. If anyone can help out, my family would be incredibly grateful. Wow. It's the
2: lukewarm topic of the day. Well, uh, the guy deserves some help, if you ask me. I mean, I think he did a great job steering his car that was stuck at 120 miles per hour and steering it so it didn't hurt anybody. That was pretty cool of him. In that case, yeah, you know, send a couple of bucks this guy's way. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. uh, So that's uh, that's what happened. This dude had, he crashed his car because his gas pedal was stuck. Going 120 miles per hour, he says the most terrifying experience that he's had in his life. So based on this, we want to know, what was the most terrifying experience of your life? Call or text us at 206-803-ROCK. That's 206-803-ROCK. We got your calls. We got your texts after Lincoln Park on The Rock.
4: BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW.
2: KISW, The Rock of Seattle. An amazing story about a guy that was uh, it, it, traveling in his vehicle and the gas pedal got stuck. And he ended up going 120 miles per hour, calling 911. He couldn't. Uh, do we have that 911 call, Danny? This guy could not slow down. He didn't know what to do, which uh, luckily we found out from AAA. If you're ever in a situation where your gas pedal gets stuck, just put your car in neutral. And then at least it won't be moved by the engine. And you can slow down, hopefully, and uh, eventually stop the car. Don't shut it off though, because then you'll lose your power steering. So just put it in neutral. But uh, here's the guy calling 911 as he doesn't know what to do as his car is going 120 miles per hour. <laughs> Was uh, he ended up? He ended up steering it into an abandoned part, an empty parking lot, because he didn't want to hurt anybody. The car rolled over tons of times. It is destroyed, and he only got minor injuries. Crazy. Uh, he uh, has no insurance, and here's the thing: he's an EMT. And so the irony and the sad irony, here's a guy whose job is to really help people in, when they're in medical crisis. He has no way to pay his own medical bills, really, because yeah. he doesn't make a lot
1: of money. He's hoping to become a firefighter. He looks like, like he works like a part-time kind of a thing, and he just wants to be a good example for his kids.
2: Yeah, and so uh, this was the most terrifying experience he said that he's ever had in his life. And we thought, based on this... What was the most terrifying experience of your life? You can call us or text us at 206 803 Rock. That's 206 803 Rock. Let's go to Sean and Fife. Sean, you are on The Rock. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Sean, what about you, man? Most terrifying experience of your life?
4: Oh, I was headed southbound on I 5 on a Sunday, and I had a 2015 GMC Sierra Crew Dooley Denali towing a triple axle equipment trailer. There was a car accident on the right-hand side, so we got in the far left-hand lane to avoid it. We're cruising along, and I'm like, oh, there's a bridge up here. I'm gonna wait till I get over the bridge and get back to the right side of the road. We're cruising along, this guy passes me on the right-hand side and starts to come into my lane. I let off the throttle and laid on the horn And next thing I know, he just yeets over into my lane, slams into me, sends me into the Jersey Barriers. I take out four or five of the Jersey Barriers. Oh, damn. End up sideways, airborne. I I thought we were taking a flight to Portland or something. And we landed, hit the ground. The trailer got separated from the truck, blocked off all the lanes of traffic. I got... uh, A few injuries from it. My wife's got to have possibly hip and shoulder surgery.
2: Oh, damn, dude.
4: I mean, the left front tire was torn completely off the truck. The axle was torn completely out from under the truck. Wow. And... Now it's just a big fight with lawyers and doctor visits. And- oh, what a headache.
2: I'm sorry to hear that, man. Do you know what was going on with that dude or whoever was driving that truck? Did they just not see you, or were they angry that you beeped? I mean, that's...
4: I have no clue. Oh, Everything man. I've been able to figure out, the witnesses that seen the wreck said he was on the phone. Wow.
2: Oh, Damn.
4: And, I mean, it was blatant. Like, he started to come into my lane. I hit the horn, and then he just jerked the wheel and slammed right into us.
1: Oh, Dude, man. We saw that y- yesterday. I was driving home, and there was oh. this idiot behind. Like I was doing the whole weaving through everybody on one. I think it was on 167 or I-5. I can't remember which spot I was at at that point. But all of a sudden, it's like it's he's kind of coming closer and closer, and I'm like, there's really no way he's going to thread this needle. And it's like he just just... Powered right through, right in front of a truck. Like, I mean, barely got in front of it, but, like, just zoomed right in front of it. I'm like, you have got, I, I, while I'm watching, I'm like, there's no way he's going to do this. Like, that's way too dangerous. I mean, thankfully, nobody got hurt. But, you know, of course, the truck driver's just laying on his horn, and rightfully so. I'm just like. How do you think that that's a smart thing to do? To just kind of cut right in front of a truck like that, and Steve, here's a big ass truck too.
2: Here's the thing. I mean, your story is a story that I see at least a couple times a week. I don't. Yep. I more and more we're just seeing driving like this, and I don't know what to say about it because. It's not everybody, obviously, and you can definitely see that it's unsafe, and yet there's there's that person doing that. Yeah. Let alone the distracted driving with the phone thing, which is, you know, uh, I don't know about the guy getting pissed going, how dare you beep your horn at me while I'm on a phone not paying attention to driving, <laughs> and then just would intentionally ram into the guy if that's really what happened. Oh,
1: that's, God, that sucks. Man, does that suck. So instead of the most terrifying thing, I got married. It's very terrifying. Goodbye, yes. freedom. Freedom. <laughs> do mine it's a, okay it's a dumb one but I think you, you, most of us were there for this the most terrifying experience of my really, life
2: really this really is the most terrifying experience of your life alright okay, it's a little bit of, uh, oh, hyperbole hyperbole, yeah, oh, a, little okay. little hyperbole
1: <laughs> a little emphasis on the burly alright the, the court will allow it when we had to speak in front of Mercer Island High School. Oh, oh wow! I thought you were going to say passing out on air. To be honest, ah oh, no, oh, I'll that, do that again that, tomorrow that. if I could. <laughs> I would. I, I wish I could have passed out at that high school, man. That's fair. It was. I think it was Mercer Island High. It yeah. was Mercer Island High, and everybody right. there was great. This is not any kind of like knock on Mercer Island High. They were awesome. But, man, there was just something about being in front of a roomful or an audience of high schoolers that gave zero Fs about what we were saying. They did not want to be there. No. No. Yeah. There was nothing fun for this. It was just like you could just tell like – I mean, a couple of them did in all fairness. But the the majority looked like they were there because they were forced to be there. And it was just like anything you said fell on deaf ears. And it got progressively more like terrifying as it kept going. Yep. You it's
2: so weird, you know, when because we do this for a living, we get up in front of large crowds, we do stuff. But like you said, when you have a moment where all of a sudden you go, whoa, because that just recently happened to me. And I felt my I had to hold a microphone, you know, because I'm up there talking. Yeah. And I'm shaking. And I'm like, what? Well, I do this for a job. Why, yes. what, body? Why are you shaking? I'm just talking to a few people, but I think it's that your brain goes, yeah. But you're talking to the, you know a certain set of people who you feel like you said don't give a damn. You know, just you're not really welcome. It was so <laughs> oh. dumb,
1: but dude, I mean, like you said, I've gotten to uh, speak in front of like fifty thousand people, or sixty thousand yeah. people at the Metallica concert at uh, at the Seahawks Stadium. I think it was like CenturyLink Field at the time. Yeah, like. That that was terrifying in like a fun way, but like no, but this, they're into you. They're, everyone's cheering, and it's a sea of just faceless loud noise. and a devil as horn, a,
2: as opposed to the faces of disdain from high school students. The to faces you. of disdain
1: and pure boredom. Yeah, yeah. when you can see that <sighs> that somebody is not into what you're oh, saying, yeah. that's just the most nerve wracking. There was thing. like a little devil on my shoulder. Was like, Steve, just slam your head into the table right in front of <laughs> you, just to get some kind of a reaction. Like, just do something.
2: Well, you remember Sarah did finally get some kind of reaction well. with her salty language. That that woke the room up. Thank goodness for Sarah. <laughs> like they, they, they connected with her.
1: Yeah. In well, her she was ways,
2: and she was the youngest, and I so think she, she was, was the drunk. closest to their age
1: and drunk. Yeah, I think she yeah. had a couple of drinks before this. Yeah, so <laughs> which is
2: always the way to do a speech in front of high schoolers.
1: Uh, yeah. Sure. Oh man, it was terrifying. Yeah, I don't think she really was drunk but it was just kind of fun to have to joke about that
2: yeah. I, I think she was nervous too and when she's oh, yeah. nervous she she tends to get a little salty like, and I'm the same way but then she got the reaction and then when the reaction came it was like oh I'm doubling down on yeah, this now 100% at yeah. least that was working yeah. go with what's working and it was ratchet yeah, yeah, that's right. So we have to remember that next time we talk to high schoolers, we
1: have to. Oh, be I'm ratchet. never going to do that again. Oh, oh, really? You're out. No, there's not a chance. I don't blame you. No, I really don't. No. There's no way. It's not. It's not fair to them, and it's not fair
3: to us. Yeah, sure. Okay, fair
2: enough. <laughs> well, today is the day of love, Valentine's Day, and Billboard just put out a list of the best pop. Punk love yes. songs
1: of all time. I think you're gonna love number one, BJ. Okay. I'm very excited Actually, about this. I know you're gonna love number one. That's I'm
2: like you know, sense. Danny and I are kind of pop punk guys. I'm not as heavy into it as Danny is, but I do like a lot of pop punk. Yeah, yes. I see BJ at the next emo night. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, I would pay good
1: money for that. So would I.
2: I mean, part of me does kind of, you know, want to go, except then you gotta go out and be
1: with Danny. So and you can dress like a young person. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sad too. Hello, fellow criers. <laughs> Okay, so we do have the pop-punk love songs of all time. What topped the list? Steve says that I'm going to love it. I'll tell you at 747 on The Rock.
3: Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagné, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. Travis, if you're upside down in your mortgage, should you continue to make the payment? Continuing to pay your mortgage or not is a complex decision because you're going to have to pay to to live somewhere. You're going to have a housing payment. So continuing to make your house payment really depends on several factors. One is whether or not you have a second mortgage. Um, The second one is how affordable your ongoing monthly mortgage payment is. Uh, Another uh, issue is whether your mortgage is adjustable and you're facing an increase in your mortgage payments later on when interest rates go up. If you do have a second mortgage in this economy with the housing prices being down, oftentimes we can can take off or strip off that second mortgage in a Chapter 13 case so that you'd only have the first mortgage to continue to pay. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. And thanks for listening.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,